We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, Colts Nation? So the Colts lost today uh, in dramatic fashion to the Philadelphia Eagles by a score of 17-16. to Colts at one point had a double-digit lead, a 10-point lead on Philadelphia going into the fourth quarter. Colts blow it, um, and they end up allowing an offensive touchdown for the Philadelphia Eagles. Only one of two they did allow today. Philadelphia scores 17. Um, the offense, Matt, just horrendous once again just looks terrible doesn't look like they know what they're doing uh the offensive line especially the second this you know the the two last drives really starts to cave in on itself just basically the same stuff we've seen from this offense you know self-inflicted penalties self-inflicted things they do when they start moving the ball they turn it over or they get a penalty and it just completely derails the drive it's more of the same, unfortunately, Matt, with this offense. It's the, you know, you have those couple games where you're like, oh, this offense actually looks like, you know, against the Raiders, like, oh, maybe they have something. And then they just go and they screw themselves over again. And I felt like in this game, Matt, I felt like the defense did enough to win you this game. I mean, you hold Philadelphia to under 20 points. You do your thing. Obviously, that last drive was not great from the defense, but the defense gave this offense, Matt, multiple opportunities in this game from around midfield to go and do something. The offense gave them six points in return. Like, that's just, that's not sustainable. That's that's awful offense. And it's very clear the reason why the Colts have four wins is because of the defense. Yeah, I agree. And with this game, it was like a tale of two halves for the offense because the first half, I thought the offense looked pretty good. You know, Jonathan Taylor had 64 yards rushing in the first half. They were doing what they needed to do to beat Philadelphia. Yeah, you know, I would have liked to see more points, but, you know, look, you, you held Philadelphia to three points. I'm, I'm fine if you're up 10 to three in the first half. But the second half, it was really just, you missed a lot of opportunities in this game. I mean, the defense put them in really good spots multiple times. I believe they were inside the 30, maybe even the 20, the start of drive, and they yep. can get in the end zone. Um, yeah. Look, I mean, you can't win with, you know, one touchdown and three field goals, especially against Philadelphia. Um, like you said, defense played great. Defense played good enough to where they should have won. Anytime your defense can hold a team under 20 points, that is a game you should win. Um, but mm. offensive line, 
thought they played pretty solid in the first half, struggled in the second half. Uh, Taylor can do much because of the offensive line. Matt Ryan had no sacks in the first half. Then he went to being sacked four times in the second half. So it's just missed opportunities. You know, Ryman, Will Fries, they're young, but still you can't have some of those penalties, especially Will Fries. Um, but yeah, it, it, it was a game of missed opportunities, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, this team, like I, I even said it in the live stream, like this team should have been destroying Philadelphia, you know, if they had mm-hmm. a halfway competent offense, you know, like their defense was literally gifting them, like, yeah. you know, multiple opportunities in this game. Like the first the first drive of this defense comes out in the second half. They strip sack uh, the quarterback. They strip sack Jalen Hurts. They get a turnover. Yeah. What's the offense do? Absolutely nothing with it. You know, like right. they were within the red zone almost like and their offense came away with what three points out of all that like that's just ridiculous like that that's like getting historically bad Matt when you can't Mm -hmm. even move the ball that much you know and you know I felt like for the most part this is the sad thing I felt like the for the most part the receivers did what they needed to do when they given the opportunities right I like what Pittman did I liked Pierce when he had a couple opportunities uh Paris Campbell obviously had some nice plays Kylan Granson had some nice plays like it's just like situationally, like this this offense has talent. That's not the yeah. question. It's just situationally, this offense is so bad, so horrendous. It was almost like clockwork, Matt, where like this offense will get a good drive going. And you're like, they're gonna how are we how are they gonna screw it up this drive? Mm-hmm. Like that's where it came to. And people yeah. were saying in the first half, Cody, why are you dogging this offense so much? We're up by 10. And I'm like, because we should be up by 30. That's how bad this offense is playing right now. Yeah. And it just continues to hinder this team. You think about, Matt, how good the defense has played in multiple games this year. If this offense was halfway competent, this team probably would have six to seven wins. Like, honestly, yeah. if this offense was competent. But they're not. They're situationally, they're the worst. Like, they're just mm-hmm. so bad. Yeah, And it's coming to the point where, like, it doesn't matter if you have, you know, good to great defensive play. If your offense is so bad, you're still going to lose games, right? Yeah. And I think, unfortunately, that's where we're at with this team right now is like, you know, a, a good to great defense and a horrible, you know, bottom lead, you know, a tank offense right now with how bad they are. And it's just so sad and so crazy how completely polar opposite both of these units are. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like the defense, you can win with this defense. Like this is a defense that you can win 10 games or more with it's just the offense it's like for whatever reason they can't take advantage of the opportunities that they get i mean heck yeah that great pass by my matt ryan to paris campbell got him inside the five got three points yeah like and look i i blame the offensive line because taylor had nowhere to go on some of those runs um but and that one play that they did where matt ryan faked it to one guy faked it to another guy and they went to throw i i like that play that if you would have had good blocking there, that probably goes in. Like he probably gets seven points there, but it's just it happens all year long. It's the offensive line; they have issues, and they're playing better, sure, but they still didn't play great in the second half. But offensive line's not playing great, and you're missing out on opportunities. You have to take advantage. You can't go for field goals. You have to get touchdowns. I know Chase McLaughlin missed a field goal, but I don't put the game on him. You know. That it's not on him. He missed one kick, made the rest. It's on the offense. 
And I will say, I'm not going to absolve Matt Ryan from the blame. I think he deserves a big amount of blame here, too. I know he had some nice throws, but Matt, mm-hmm. he took two sacks in this game that he should have never taken. Right. What the heck is rolling out on, you know, in the goal line and, and losing 10 yards? You know, like what the heck is that? Like he, he for whatever reason, and it's so baffling because you're like, this guy's like a 10 plus year vet. You think he would learn this by now. Mm-hmm. He holds on to the ball too long and he doesn't just throw it away, you know, live to fight another down. That's yeah. happened multiple times this year, and the Colts are fortunate he didn't fumble it like he has all year. But, like, that's just so unnecessary, you know, like to do that kind of crap. And, you know, he missed some throws too. Like, there were some throws you're just like, where in the world was he going with that pass? Yeah. I get it. Part of that, I will, I will blame on the offensive line. Mm-hmm. But Matt Ryan got himself sacked a couple times too. So, like, it goes from the offensive line and the quarterback. And also, Jonathan Taylor, what the heck with that fumble, man? Like, yeah. it's just like he's situationally doing really stupid things and like screwing your offense over. Like your offense starts yeah. to get in a rhythm and then you do something dumb and it just sets you back again. Yeah. It's like, it's almost comical at this point. It's so sad that this and, offense just keeps doing yeah. this. It's like rinse repeat at this point. Yeah. And it's like with Jonathan Taylor, I, I wasn't upset at Taylor because I should have been blown dead. That play should have been blown dead. Um, the fact they let it go on as long as they did, that doesn't happen. Like I've never seen, it go that long. Like they'll let them push a little bit, but eventually they call it. It, it should have been blown dead there. So yeah, Taylor phoned the ball, should have held on to it, but play also should have been blown dead. So um, that I wasn't upset at Taylor for that. And then with Matt Ryan, I thought he played solid. You know, if I'm gonna be honest, I thought he was solid. He like you said, he made some bad decisions, wasn't great, but he also made good decisions too. So he's kind of solid. I have him right in the middle. Um, it's just my opinion on him. Still had a Decent day yard wise had what nine incompletions in the game. So like he played solid, but still, you know, you you can't expect him to be like, you know, Jalen Hurts or Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen when you have an offensive line like that. Like he's not going to be able to move around. He's a little too old to do that. He's not going to get those 39 yard runs all the time. You got to protect him. Um, If you protect him, he's shown he can make plays. Sometimes he won't, but still, I, I thought he was solid, but. Yeah, um, should have been better. I do also put blame on the play calling, too, because there's multiple opportunities in that mm. first half. Like, there's a third down and one. You, you're you just off a drive where you literally ran Taylor like seven times and you were effective. And third yeah. down and one, you pass it. And then you're off the field and that kills your momentum. Like, stuff like yeah. that. And then there's times where... You know, it was like there was a I think it was the next drive. I think it was third and 11. You're not even trying to get that first down. You know, like you're just what what was with all the passes behind the line of scrimmage today? You know, like they're not Mm -hmm. trying to push it down the field. And I felt like when they tried, they had some decent success with it. So It's just weird that they were trying to do all these things. and, And a good majority of the time, they really didn't get a lot of yardage from it. Yeah, I thought some of the play calling wasn't great either. Um, I'm fine with them being conservative. So I thought the third and 11, you know, it was like, look, you take what you can get there. I'm just glad Matt Ryan didn't try to force something. So, um, yeah, like I wasn't angry about that. I I wish it would have went for a first down, but you got to take what you get there. Um, But, yeah, there's some play calling I just I didn't agree with. There was some third and short situation I didn't agree with because you could have ran it with, either Taylor, Deion Jackson. And if you don't get on that third one and it's fourth and inches, hopefully it's fourth and inches, you do QB sneak and then hopefully you get the first down there. Right. It's like you did it. You It was weird because that first drive that they had, I was like, they weren't fooling around. They just 
decided we're going to dominate, you know, and it Mm -hmm. kind of felt like they went away from that in some ways because Taylor obviously had like, you know, most of his yardage on that first drive. And then they kind of, I know they couldn't really establish it as well, Mm -hmm. but like they kind of went away from him after that, you know, and I wish they would have just kept sticking with what was working, you know, offensively Mm -hmm. and just keep it going, you know, keep it rolling until you absolutely can't anymore. Um, But yeah, the offensive line certainly took a step back in the second half when it came to run blocking, you know, Taylor was consistently getting hit at the line in that second half, had a couple nice runs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all in all, it's crazy that he had nearly 50 yards in that first drive and then literally didn't yeah. finish with 100. Like, that's just crazy to me that yeah. they didn't run him more. Um, yeah, it's just just a weird game from this team. And it's just like I've said this before, Matt. I think this team right now, unfortunately, it's not a team that wants to win. It seems like a team that finds all the ways to lose, you know? Like, good teams find ways to win. This team is yeah. not that. Like, I think we can say that firmly. Um, yeah, it's just unfortunate because, like you said, I feel like there's some tweaks that this team could make maybe, like, this mm-hmm. next offseason, and they could be a playoff team. Like, it's yeah. not like this team is devoid of talent. This isn't the 2017 Colts, guys. Like, yeah. this is the team that we know has talent, and it's just unfortunate that, like, just in key situations, they're just really bad, you know? Yeah. And, like, like, the little things they don't do well. Yeah, it's like for me, I think you got to get a right guard in the draft. You know, there's a kid from USC, there's Jared Patterson, who I would like to get to to fill in there. You got to get a right guard situation played out. I think maybe another pass catcher would be nice to add to if you can get like a Zay Flowers. You know, I think Zay Flowers is very talented. Maybe Josh Downs, if he is in the second round, um, you know, get somebody like that. And then, you know, depending on what Matt Ryan looks like, if he's going to retire and be done, try to get one of those top quarterbacks. If you can't, then you might want to go after a developmental guy, um, whether it's a Cam Ward or someone else. Like There's things they can do, and they could be a playoff team. I don't know. Maybe they, if their car gets released, they sign them to a one-year deal or a two-year deal, something mm. not crazy financially, and they draft a, de- a developmental guy if they can't get – you know, those top three quarterbacks. I just think, yeah, I I just think you have to, you you can't almost watch these games. And I know the quarterback's not all at fault, but like, you got to get a guy that can just make unscripted plays. Like Matt Ryan Mm. just can't do that. Right. And I just think it's almost like, I don't care what it takes. If you fall in love with one of these prospects, you go get him and you ride with them. Like you can't just keep like relying on, in my opinion, developmental guys, I'm ready yeah. to get a guy that's more of the sure thing. Again, nobody is, but like at this point, there's too many good quarterbacks for you to sit on your hands and do nothing and roll yeah. with a 38 year old quarterback with no backup plan. Like that's right. just unacceptable to me. And re- the reason why I said de- developmental guy is because I don't think they're going to be able to get CJ Stroud or Bryce Young because I think Houston's going to land in top two. There's no way they're trading to the Colts. Um, especially when you have quarterbacks like that in this draft. And then you're probably going to get a Carolina, somebody like that at that number two spot. And it, it might cost a lot to trade with another team or even the Raiders. The Raiders are another team that could take a quarterback at two. So that's why I'm saying maybe a, de- a developmental guy, because I'm not big on Will Levis, if I'm going to be honest. Um, and if, hey, if the guy doesn't look like he could be something, then you got next year's draft class. You right. know, but yeah, I just I want to have some sort of guy that you're looking towards the future. This team has not looked I towards agree. the future for way too long, you know, and it's just it's 
it's kind of getting ridiculous at this point how much they've kind right. of just just kind of band-aided it too much, kicked the can down the road. Well, the road's right. ending, man, and you're, it's time to start a new path, you know, with a new quarterback. That's kind of what I look at it as. And, you know, like at this point, I look at it like you can't do much worse offensively. So why not give a young guy a shot? You know, a guy that you believe right. in his talent and you think he's going to get better as he plays. That's mm-hmm. where I'm at. I'm at with this team is like, we already know what Matt Ryan is. If you keep him around for another year, okay. But I almost think you have to have a guy you can turn to if it continues to look the way it has offensively. Right. And I, I agree with you there too. Like, that's what I want. I just, I just don't think they're going to get that franchise guy unless they pick somebody up that maybe could become that guy the following year, but it, it, it's going to be a lot. So that's why I think maybe you get a guy, let's say Matt Ryan retires. Maybe you get a guy like Derek Carr, someone that, you know, can make plays and you improve that offensive line. Like Derek Carr I, I I feel like he's underrated, personally. I don't think he's like a top five, top ten quarterback, but I think he's good enough to where you can win with him. Um, so maybe you get him, assuming Matt Ryan retires and he can't get one of those top two quarterbacks. And then, you know, if you get a developmental guy and that guy doesn't work out, like I said, next year, you know, there's some guys in the 2024 class. But, yeah, yeah I agree with you, Dove. They got to get that guy soon. Um, you know, we can't keep relying on – uh leftovers yeah no we just might have to you can't you know you have to and i personally matt i've come to the point where i don't care what it costs and maybe that's a little extreme but like you if you find your franchise guy i don't care if you give away five first round picks like if he's your guy you roll with it you know you go for it and yeah at this point i i am fine with doing whatever it takes to get your guy like that's to the point where i'm at with this quarterback situation and, and also like, you know, this team has money. They have, they have other things, other ways to get pieces, but quarterbacks, yeah. that's one where I'm like, if you, whatever you do, if you, fi- if you really find your guy, yeah, you can always find guys later in the draft, like quarterbacks, one that it's a lot harder to hit on, obviously than a lot of other yeah. positions. So I'm like, if that means trading away some other guys that are good players, but aren't as pivotal players. Like I'm down for it, you know. At this point, this offense mm-hmm. needs a spark. It's very clear they need something. Yeah, they need something different. I and I, I think agree. that's the that's what we got to do, man. Because this offense is boring. Yeah. It's kind of pathetic, and you know, and it's sad because it's there's there's talent on it. There's young talent yeah. on it. Mm-hmm. So I think if you pair somebody with that, I'm good with whatever it takes to get the guy. I guess. Yeah. I just think I, I think the only way they can do it is either they trade three, four first round picks or they trade, you know, a few good players plus, a, you know, first round pick or two. That's the only way I can see it happening. I just do you take that risk because what if it doesn't work out? That's something you got to look at, too. And I don't know. Maybe they fall in love with the guy and he's not who we think it is. I, I, but I agree. We got to eventually get that guy. We can't like, keep yeah, taking can't be, If you fall in love with the guy, you got to stick by that conviction. That's where right. I'm at. Like you got to just believe. And you know what? If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But like, at least you're giving your, at least you're telling your fans you care about the future, I guess. That's where I'm at with it. Yeah. So. I, I agree with that. Um, it just, it's going to take a lot, but Hey, if there's a guy, I guess go after him. It just, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm very conservative with my first round picks. I'm okay trading like two, but once you get to like three or four, I start getting the whole Russell Wilson trade. Fives are like, oh, Denver trade for Russell Wilson. 
and they don't have a first round pick for a few years. Seattle's probably going to have top 10 picks for a few years. That That's like what worries me. But I, I agree. We have to get that guy eventually because there are pieces on this offense. You get that one pass catcher. You improve that offensive line a little more. You get the quarterback situation figured out. You can win with that. And he's going to be cheap. Like, it's not like you're going to be yep. paying what you're paying Russell Wilson. You know, yeah. he's going to be on his rookie deal for at least four years. So, like, you're yeah. going to have that opportunity to build around him, which I think yeah. is something. And, like, depending what happens with the Matt Ryan contract, that could even be more money that you'd have eventually. Um, right. So, that's where I'm at. Like, you know, do what some of these teams have done, do what, like, Chicago's doing, for example. Like, yeah. Or whatever, whoever it would be. Maybe Chicago's a bad example. You know, these teams with young quarterbacks, they're trying to put pieces around these guys to win, you know, and seeing right. what they can, what they have. So that's kind of where I am with this. But yeah, there's not much, you know, you guys will notice there's not much to say about this game because it's very much no. the same thing. Um, I just feel bad for this defense because they've done what they mm-hmm. needed to do, um, you know. And like you said, I think they're a defense you can definitely win with. And they mm-hmm. put out of their minds today, in my opinion. Yeah. And uh, the fact that they did what they did. I mean, if you can keep this defense around and get a spark offensively, like maybe this next year, I mean, this team, yeah, could be a playoff team. I really do believe that. So, yeah, I guess we'll see. But, uh, guys, that'll do it for our kind of recap and other things, uh, talking about this team's future moving forward. Yeah. Um, we'll see, man, where this record, you know, what the Colts' record is after this and you know, these next couple games are going to be some tough games. Um, there's going to be definitely some winnable games, so we'll see where they're at. It was definitely encouraged that the Colts were in this game and they, they were up by double mm-hmm. digits at one point. This shows yeah. me that the talent isn't in question here. You know, it's just right. there's some lack of execution going on with the players. So, yeah. yeah, I think that'll do it for this one. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. And as always, go Colts. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.